Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Heard at Sports presents The Damon Benning Show with Ravi Lula. This one's picked. Back the other way, Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon cuts back. What a night for the rookie. You think they love him in Seattle? How about six points? Touchdown, Witherspoon. No flags. We are wrapping up hour number two on the Damon Benning Show with Ravi Lula, Avery Howard in for DB. And we are on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities as well. We're joined now by Robert Rosenthal of IlliniBoard.com. Robert, how are you doing this morning? I am good, guys. How are you? Oh, we're doing all right. You, you sound a little down. Does that have anything to do with what happened over the weekend? Might have a little something to do with that clip you just played <laughs> and the fact that Devin Witherspoon is in the NFL. <laughs> That's Shane's fault. I don't run the clips. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so, Robert, yeah. let's let's start there. Obviously, there was a decent amount of NFL talent that left Illinois for the NFL last year. Um but you also lost maybe the best defensive coordinator in the country to Purdue as their head coach. How much of what you've seen this year do you think is due to the attrition from the players versus uh, the act, just the coaching change on that side of the ball? I would say that because the issue has been mistakes, mm. um, dropped interceptions, uh, penalties, you know, holding penalty on third down, like that type of thing, because the issue has not so much been the defense as has been shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, I, I would say a lot of it has to do with the youth. It just has to do with you lost. You know, you had three defensive backs taken in the first three rounds of the draft, uh, and the replacements. It will just take time before those mistakes go away. So, I, I, so far from what I've seen, now obviously, you know, Illinois goes to Purdue and loses to Ryan Walters, forty-four nineteen. That doesn't say much about anything, but, you know, that doesn't bode well. But the way that they've been losing, the way that drives have been continued with penalties and the offense is, you know, stalling after a good 60-yard drive, the way it has happened, it, it appears so far to be you. Yeah, on that defensive side, though, it seems like Miles Scott has led the way for this team. Has he kind of been a bright spot on the defensive side of the ball so far this season? Definitely, and especially since he was a wide receiver last year. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a kid who's a walk-on who, you know, had seven or eight catches last year as a wide receiver, and then flipped sides of the ball and starts as the um, as the as the free safety and, and has a pick six already. But yeah, it's it's just been in the off season. They knew obviously they were losing everything from the secondary, and they threw everything at it. They brought in six defensive backs as freshmen. They bought in three transfers, three FBS transfers. Um, they moved two guys from offense to defense. Uh, they added a couple walk-ons who have contributed a bit. 
you know, they, they have tried everything uh, of like, well, let's try transfers, let's try freshmen, let's try moving guys, you know, just to throw it at the problem. Miles Scott has been solid, but there's been, you know, issues just about everywhere else. We're talking with Robert Rosenthal of IlliniBoard.com. Uh, Robert, I was talking to our mutual friend Evan about Illinois recently, and, um, you know, he, he brought up to me how much the time of possession down almost five minutes year over year, that was a huge part of the way Illinois was able to grind teams to a halt last year. How much do you think that is kind of with the O-line maybe not playing as well as they did last year and being able to establish that run game? How much of it is just missing Chase Brown at that running back spot? Or it almost seems like maybe they're trying to air it out a little bit more with Luke Altmeyer. Which Is it kind of a combination of all those things, or what, what do you pin it on? No, I think that's exactly right. The, the identity last year, and, and people saw this if they were at the game in Lincoln, the identity of Illinois last year was you're going to convert third and two because you have Chase Brown and he's a tough runner and he's going to pick it up and you trust the offensive line. So you're not really worried too much about your drive. You're trying just, you know, get get your yards. You know, most of the passes were right at the line of scrimmage. So there's this fantastic Illinois stat from last year that Isaiah Williams had. I'm, I'm not going to have the exact numbers in front of me. He had something like 814 receiving yards and 790 were yards after the catch, mm-hmm. which means I believe he caught passes of his 80 catches. There were like 32 yards beyond the line of scrimmage. <laughs> and this is, you know, it's one of the most incredible stats I've ever seen. Yeah. In that he's catching balls that are a pass, but he's catching them three yards behind the line of scrimmage and then taking off. Yeah. When you add it all up. So it was that offense, right? You don't take any risks. The, the passes travel seven feet before they're caught. Um, you know, you, you hand the ball off. You're not risking any turnovers. And if you have to punt, you punt because you trust your defense that nothing's going to happen. And, oh, by the way, the defense got 25 interceptions. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be a real good way to advance the ball down the field. So, um, you know, that was the identity. With that gone, they're still struggling to figure that out. Yeah, I want to talk on about Isaiah Williams uh, actually, interesting stat as you bring up this year, he's just shy of 500 receiving yards, but zero touchdowns. Is that kind of an interesting disconnect when you look at, at it on paper? Yeah, that that is that does kind of describe how they use him. Pat Bryant is the guy for the yeah Corins on route, mm-hmm. the you know that type of thing. They use I've always described it as Isaiah Williams is a running back that lines up on the wing, you know mm-hmm. and. They will get him the ball there and have him start, you know, in a little bunch formation off to the side, or they'll get him on little curls or little things underneath, get him the ball, and then see what he can do. Now, he's, he's caught deep balls, and he's yeah. caught jump balls, and they're, they're doing more with him this year than they did last year. It's not going to have the same stat. But, yes, they, they use him in a, in a way that it's almost like a running play. You're just – you know, I'm kind of dumb, but I, I describe it as like Inspector Gadget at quarterback. <laughs> as a really long An extended arm. handoff yeah. type deal. Yeah, exactly. So he just snap the ball and then extend the ball all the way to the sideline and hand it to the wide receiver, and then he takes off from there. That's that's how they use Isaiah Lewis. 
Robert, I, I'm kind of been interested about the play of Luke Altmaier at quarterback, obviously the transfer in this year. And, you know, you look at the numbers, five touchdowns, seven interceptions, and you go, uh, I don't know that I love that, but that's pretty heavily skewed by the zero touchdown, four interception game against Penn State. Last two games has thrown the ball pretty well, hasn't had any interceptions. How would you grade his performance so far this year? I mean, it's been the play of a sophomore, I think. You know, mm. it, it's been what you might expect from a sophomore. He had one start at, at Ole Miss before he transferred. Um, so, this, you know, his first start this season was his second ever start. Um, as I've talked to people about it, like, you know, Illinois got a lot of great quarterback play from Tommy DeVito last year. Um, Syracuse fans looked at that and were like, wait, what happened to the Tommy DeVito that threw a bunch of picks and that wasn't accurate? You know? <laughs> well, they got the sophomore Tommy DeVito, and Illinois got the fifth-year senior Tommy DeVito. Sure. And, you know, we've seen that so many times across college football. Well, Illinois right now is just experiencing the sophomore mistakes of a quarterback who will make a great play and will make a great read and a 40-yard run. And then if you saw the beginning of the Purdue game, they're in a third and short. Uh, Purdue bites on the running play. There's a tight end who no one covers. He's open by 15 yards. And Altmaier threw a bullet instead of a floater and sailed it over his head. Um, and, and so it's just that kind of thing. Like, you know, he, he learns from that moment. The next time he has a wide-open tight end with nobody within 20 yards of him, he's going to underhand the ball. Like, he's going to realize <laughs> look, the only way I could screw this up is to throw a bullet. Um, but it's just those mistakes that are happening right now. Looking forward to this weekend, both a, a response game for Nebraska and Illinois. From what we've heard from Coach Rule so far this week, it seems like he's kind of challenged his team. Uh, last week he, he called ridiculous against Michigan. What, what's been the messaging from, from Coach on your guys' end and just kind of what the response may look like this weekend? Yeah, I mean, this was – I heard the stat from another reporter, uh, Illinois reporter, on Saturday that this was Illinois' or Illinois' worst Big Ten loss. Wisconsin, mm -hmm. Illinois, anywhere, he had never lost by this much. So I think the response is probably similar to what Coach Rule felt walking out of that Michigan game of like, look, this isn't at all what we have in mind for this program. Um, and it's time for some, you know, I believe the quote from Bielma on Saturday was hard conversations, mm -hmm. uh, not only with, with players in the lineup, but with his coordinators, with his, you know, his player rotation and getting some of the younger guys in there. Um, it's going to be that kind of week for Illinois. So it sounds like that's similar to how Nebraska is approaching this. Robert, real quick, we have about 90 seconds here. You mentioned uh, Coach Bielema talking about some of those hard conversations with coaches. What do you think kind of uh, on a little bit more specific level are some of those issues that he wants to address? I mean, it, I would say it is 90% mistakes. The, the yards that Illinois has put up, you know, I follow this one stat called success rate. Mm -hmm. It's just are you getting half the yards you need on first down? Are you getting third down conversion? Just how successful are you? Take out everything else. How successful are you moving the ball? And this is Illinois' best so far success rate on offense in 10 years. Like, they're moving the ball and then throwing a pick. Mm -hmm. They're moving the ball and then stalling out on fourth and one. They're moving the ball and then missing a field goal. So it's all the other stuff. It's the holding penalty that makes it first and 20 that makes it an impossible drive. It's those things that are killing them and not specifically the, you know, 
not hunting much. They're not. They're able to get the ball <laughs> down the field. They just can't can't score. That's the issue. That's Robert Rosenthal from IlliniBoard.com. Robert, it's a pleasure as always. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, thanks. Really appreciate Robert Rosenthal from IlliniBoard.com there. Uh, before we close out the hour, I want to tell you about our friends at Dingman's Collision Center. Four great Omaha area locations. Been in business for over 25 years here in Omaha. Family run local business and they've got the latest technology you can get any maker model service there also great give back program check out dingmans.com for more more of the show coming up next